Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Sports Radio 1019 FM. The fan. WFAN. Allow me to be the second person on the fan to wish you a happy March. I know Keith got to do that already for you all a couple hours ago. I heard that from him as I was driving in, but uh, you're stuck with me now for the next three hours. And me is Chris Lopresti in for Chris McMonigle here on the fan at 877-337-6666. Hanging out with you on a Friday morning. C-Mac will come your way a little later than usual. He will be filling in for Brandon Tierney with Sal Licata on the Midday Show a little later on today. So you got me for the next three hours up until Alan Jerry with your... Friday morning warm-up show here on The Fan. The great Mike Flegelman on the other side of the glass. You've heard from Marco Belletti, and we'll probably uh, chat with both of those guys throughout the course of the program. I've got the uh, Evan Roberts book in front of me here. It was waiting for me. Actually, there's I, sh- I shouldn't say the book. Books, plural. There's four of them standing up here in the studio. I guess they had those displayed prominently on uh, SNY Thursday, if I had to guess. My Mets Bible. Scoring 30 years of baseball fandom. WFAN's Evan Roberts. That's wonderful. So maybe I'll take one of those home with me and uh, give it a look, a gander. And uh, next time I see him, ask for an autograph. And uh, and away we go. But regular season baseball is right around the corner. The long journey from November to opening day is almost over. But we're not there just yet. It is March now. And Grapefruit League games have begun for both the Mets and the Yankees. But... uh, Man, haven't we learned over the years not to glean too much from those? So instead, we'll use a little baseball season analogy as we focus in on the MSG teams, our winter hopefuls, hoping, of course, to make deep playoff runs into the late spring, early summer, which is, I mean, isn't that hope springs eternal? We do this almost every year, at least in recent years. We certainly did it last year, and the Knicks lasted longer than the Rangers, but both, of course, came up short of where we wanted to see them go. So the Knicks right now are smack dab in the middle of the dog days of August. That's the reference, and that's their reality. 14-2 and two in January, flying high, of course, after the OG Ananobi trade, seemingly unbeatable for a few weeks there in mid-January, of course, until Julius Randle and OG Ananobi went down. Others are very clearly banged up right now as well, and the Knicks, they're fighting it. They're struggling. 4-8 and eight in February, which we just put a nice bow on. And there are only two wins over the last couple of weeks against a Joel Embiidless Sixers team. Granted, it was a nice road win in Philadelphia. And then that squeaker against the Pistons Monday night at the Garden. We'll even overlook the fact that, yes, there was the missed foul call there that should have gone in Detroit's favor in the final sequence. Uh, sequence rather, And we'll call that a wash for the foul call on Jalen Brunson at the end of the Houston game a few weeks back. So 
we'll kind of just cancel those two out, and we'll give them those two victories. And without breaking down too much of Thursday night's loss to the Warriors, because I get it, the Knicks hung in there multiple times after what was a dreadful start. 14 nothing, missed their first nine shots. They're down 17 early against a Warriors team that suddenly seems to be finding its groove. Steph Curry was due for a bounce back after going scoreless in the first half of his prior game. I think I read it was the first time that had happened since like 2012. (laughs) So you knew he was going to come into the garden and look much more like his usual self. He hits a couple of early threes, double-double at the half, 31 and 11 rebounds, and good night, the lights, for the most part. Again, the Knicks did kind of cut into the Warriors' lead multiple times, got it down to single digits at one point, but uh, just too much Curry on this night. And too much of the Knicks right now just having to tread water. It's a team leaking oil. I mean, there's really no other way around it. Isaiah Hartenstein, even though he was out there with Jalen Brunson in this game, is clearly not right. He's got the Achilles tendonitis, and he's been gutting his way through these games, the ones that he's able to play right now. The minutes are down. Numbers are down. And while he's remained in the starting lineup... You take a look at these box scores, and all of a sudden you see a lot more of Jericho Sims, you know, sometimes playing more minutes than Hartenstein off the bench. Boyan Bogdanovich in this game, 0 for 7, including 0 for 4 4 from three-point range in 18 minutes. Alec Burks, 2 for 6, 1 for 3 in 11 minutes. And I'll admit, I liked the trade with the Pistons to bring those two guys aboard, aboard, I I should say. From a depth standpoint, from an outside shooting standpoint, I thought it made a lot of sense. I know some Nick fans weren't high on having a let go of Quentin Grimes, but you know when you're talking about second round draft picks to bring in established veteran players that can shoot the three, especially in Bogdanovich's case, because you know right now he's coming off the bench for the Knicks. He's been a starter everywhere he's been really the last six seasons of his career. He's not been a bench player, so this is a new role for him. But he has not really found his groove yet here since coming aboard. Dante DiVincenzo, who's had an excellent season and certainly stepped up for a period of time after the injuries to Randall and Ananobi. I don't know if it's that he's banged up or hitting the wall a little bit here, but uh, I think that the bloom has come off that rose a little bit. Maybe that's a recency bias, but in this game, 6 of 21 and 2 for 12 from three-point range. And perhaps the most glaring indictment on the state of this team right now, and it's not a knock on the player, and that's Josh Hart, who played 47 minutes in this game. So you do the easy math, that means he had a single minute of rest, not including the halftime break that everyone gets. And I know that Tom Thibodeau's tendency to run up the minutes on some of his key players has certainly caught the attention of some Knicks fans and some critics of the Knicks. You know, I I don't think, I think at times it's been overstated, but right now, and he even alluded to it after the game, in particular about Hart, that's, it's what they, they don't really have a choice right now. This is what they need, but. That is not sustainable. It's just not. It's really a guy that, of course, in a perfect scenario with everyone healthy, shouldn't be in the starting lineup to begin with. He's better served coming off the bench and provide you more value there. So if he's having to not only start but play all but one minute of the game, and I know that he had some production, but it's just not where they need to be right now. Jalen Brunson being compromised or sub-90% for any stretch while Randall and OG remain out you get the sense that's going to be a problem. But here's the bright side, or the glass-half-full approach, or to hit you with a Seinfeld reference, the uh, Billy Mumphrey cockeyed optimist outlook, if you will. Just got to stay afloat. Stay in the mix. Hold the line and wait for the cavalry to arrive. And yes, if you take a look, the standings are tightening up. 
the Knicks a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about, hey, maybe they get up to the two or the three seed. You know, how high can they go? Probably no one's catching Boston, but Sixers without Embiid. You know, are the Cavaliers really a legit two seed? The Bucks having trouble. Doc Rivers comes in, and they haven't hadn't really found it out at the moment. And you're thinking, all right, it's an opportunity for the Knicks. But now you take a look. Four games back of the third place Bucks, and only a game and a half clear of the eighth place Miami Heat. And of course, when you mention the Heat, that is a recent example to lean on or to hold on to during these quote-unquote dog days of August, or in this case, dog days of February and March as it pertains to the NBA season. Because the Heat are a team that, I mean, they don't really care much for the regular season. And you look at them come playoff time, you look at last season, and that example is right there for you. It's not just last season, but that's the most recent example to go off of. And sure, Tom Thibodeau is not Eric Spolstra. And while the Knicks have talent when they're at full strength, maybe not the unique combination of Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo, but let's also not forget, that's a Miami team that lost to the Hawks in the 7-8 matchup of the play-in tournament last year. Had to beat the Bulls just to get into the field of 16 and then took down the one-seed Bucks in five. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. The Knicks, of course, as you'll remember, in six after Butler sprained his ankle early in that series. And yes, Julius Randle was banged up as well. So you can call it eye for an eye. And then Miami wins game seven on the road against the Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals. So when I hear people talk about how the Knicks, without their full complement of players, or even with them, have no shot against Boston, or no shot against Milwaukee, or no shot against the Sixers if Embiid comes back, or no shot against the Heat for that matter, I say, spare me. Maybe the odds aren't in their favor, but we just saw it happen last year. And I get the NBA for many years was top-heavy, and the teams that got in as a 6, 7, 8 seed, heck, even even include the 5 seed, really stood no chance beyond a round or maybe two. But you get the sense times are changing a little bit here. And I think the Heat are the perfect example of that. Lost to the Nuggets Thursday night. They're 33-26, and and it's the same old story. Jimmy Butler's missed a bunch of games again. Same for Tyler Hero. Adebayo's missed 10 or 11, and at the moment, they're the 8th seed again, but there's no panic because they're the Heat, and that's what they do. So while the Knicks may may not be the same kind of team, that's what you got to hold on to right now. That's where the Knicks and the fan base have to stay for the moment until we get more clarity on Randall and Adenobi. And I know Ananobi was cleared, as you heard of Marco's update, and throughout the course of the day Thursday, 
He's resuming basketball activities, but still not cleared for contact and no timetable for his return, which is kind of the same refrain we've heard for weeks now since he underwent the procedure on the elbow. Same for Randall. No idea when he's coming back. Hopefully Mitchell Robinson is back sometime this month. And the Knicks, while clearly struggling, and with all those injury concerns and question marks and everything that comes with that, long-term, down the road, I'm not here today, today to, you know, tonight to tell you I know exactly when these guys are coming back, or I know for sure they're coming back, or when they come back, they're going to be 100%, and they're going to be the players they were before they're injured. I don't know the answer to all that just yet, but we can't skip ahead. I can't skip ahead and hit the fast-forward button. You've still got a season to finish, and you have an opportunity before you, especially on the immediate horizon, for the Knicks to help themselves and to ease any sense of panic from the fan base and to send a message to the rest of the Eastern Conference that they're not going to wilt and limp to the finish line. And here it is for you. Sunday at the Cavs, followed by the Hawks and the Magic at home, and then two in a row against the Sixers at the Garden with no indication that Embiid's going to be back. You're talking, you know, end of the regular season, first round of the playoffs, it seems like. So that's five games, four at home, all of them against teams in playoff positions, or in the case of the Hawks, at the moment in position for the play-in tournament as the 10 seed, or you won't even call it a seed, 10th place in the East. So there it is. Right there for the taking. It's their dog days. They are hurt. They are banged up. They're dragging. They're slumping. You've got to push through it and find a way back to the light before they head west mid-month on a trip that'll send them to Portland, Sacramento, Golden State, and Denver. So, as good a January as you could have imagined or hoped for, as good a transition post and an OB trade hit the ground running. Everything looks great. We went the complete opposite in the month of February as it pertains to the Knicks. So let's see what March brings. We know it'll be March Madness for college basketball. Maybe it'll be March Madness in a good way for the Knicks to get themselves back on track here and just find a way in. Of course, ideally, you're finishing in the top six so you don't got to deal with the play-in tournament because... A single game, a standalone game, is not exactly the scenario that you want to paint yourselves into or back yourself into that corner, but it can be done. But right now, they don't have, they're not there yet. Baby steps, one game at a time, take care of business in this next small package of games, all against East teams and teams that you're jockeying for position with as it, as it stands as far as seeding and playoff positioning goes. Now, on the opposite end of the spectrum at least for right now, as we deal with the MSG teams, you've got the Rangers. And they've seemingly come through their malaise, and they're back to riding high, almost on, I again, for the moment, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use this phrase, and let me stress for the moment, on cruise control. Atop the Metropolitan Division and in the mix, legitimately, for the President's Trophy, as it stands right now, with the trade deadline a week away. So they're the team... That almost has to guard against some complacency and just going through the motions. Now that they've got themselves back on track, match the franchise winning streak, even though they didn't quite get over the top with that loss in Columbus on Sunday. But they've got to stay in the mix here so that when the playoffs arrive, they're ready to hit the ground running, or I guess in this case, the ice skating hard and fast and furiously. But here's the reality for them as we keep it real, because that's what we do. As good as they've been, 
40 wins in 60 games for only the second time in franchise history. That's almost 100 years of hockey when you're talking about the Rangers. And I get it. There used to be ties. It's a little different, but fine. Still, we've, we've, we've had the overtime loss for basically 20 years now. 40 wins in 60 games, second time in franchise history. This is a team with flaws. This is a team with issues. I know it. If you watch the Rangers, you know it. I bet they know it. And GM Chris Jury has to know it as he navigates the next seven and a half days leading right up to the 3 p.m. trade deadline next Friday afternoon. In an hour, it'll be seven and a half days exactly. That's fun. Actually, 45 minutes now. And here's here's where we're at. Here's the wish list. Here's the pecking order, the depth chart. And I tweeted out some thoughts about this earlier Thursday. Always love engage, engaging with the Ranger and the hockey fan on Twitter slash X, pro and con. There were plenty of people agreeing, plenty disagreeing. And, you know, I got a couple of, uh, do you do some homework, do some math. You know what you're talking about. Me, 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 me. Top six scoring right winger to play with Mika Zibanejad and Chris Kreider. Ideally a third or fourth line center to deepen their options for the bottom six. Face-off guy, north-south guy, penalty kill, playoff experience, grizzled veteran. I, it's a lot of boxes to check. I get it. Maybe someone with the flexibility to also play on the wing if needed as well. One can dream. And if possible, a grittier, stay-at-home third-pair defenseman, probably on the left side to play alongside Braden Schneider. So that's the wish list. That's where we're at with the Rangers. Not easy from both a salary cap standpoint and a cost standpoint because the Rangers have dealt away quite a few second- and third-round picks in recent years to make their other deadline acquisitions, whether it be a couple years ago with the likes of Frank Vetrano and Tyler Mott, and I forget who else they even acquired a couple years ago. Last year, of course, Patrick Kane. Vladimir Tarasenko, Nico Mikola, Tyler Mott again. So they've got all their first-round picks at their disposal. And yes, we had that story a few weeks back that James Dolan doesn't want to trade the first-rounder because the draft this summer is at the the Sphere in Vegas, which his, whatever it is, company, corporate, what, what do we even call them? Madison Square Garden Company? I don't even know what it is. But he's at the top. And the story was, the story went that he doesn't want to part with that 2024 first-round pick. I don't know if I really believe that. It's since been kind of shot down a little bit. We're going to find out in the next week or so because this is shaping up to be a seller's market. The Rangers have needs, and it's a it's a hard line to straddle when you're a fan of, a fan of any team, but in this case, for the Ranger fan, and, and this is the point I was sort of debating with a lot of people earlier Thursday. I was going to say earlier today, yesterday now. Well, I don't want to part with this. And it's not worth that pick and this, that, and the other thing. Folks, folks, folks. You're atop the division. You're one of the best teams in the league right now. I would argue it's a rapidly closing window. Again, they did this with Lundqvist. It didn't. It didn't quite get to the the pinnacle, to the top of the mountain. And you're going to say, "What are you talking about? They they're not that old a team." But from a variety of standpoints, contracts that are aging, salary cap situations. I don't know how many more years they're going to. Re- I mean, you're right there, right now. One cup in 84 years. One. And you've only had one opportunity to go back to the cup final since 
1994. It's going to be 30 years this summer. I mean, at, at what point did we stop worrying about, well, draft picks and the prospects and what about next year and what about a couple years down the road? I mean, the time is now, especially for a guy in Chris Drury who, heck, doesn't need to look beyond a couple years ago when he was working under John Davidson and Jeff Gordon. And James Dolan ran them right out of town because he was felt it was time to take the next step. And the next step is getting over the top. Plenty of talent on this team. The goaltender is back to looking like what we expect from him on a night-in, night-out basis, game-in, game-out basis. Shesterkin coming through an outstanding month of February. Can he maintain that all the way into the playoffs? I don't know, but at least he's gotten himself back on track. But they do have questions. They do have needs, flaws, issues to address. And I'm sorry, I can't just stand by and say, well, the cost is too prohibitive, so you know what? We're just going to stand pat and go in as, it's, as it stands, as it is. I think we all know how that ends. And then, look, making the big move, and I'm not even going to say the splash move, but moves, acquisitions, paying, mortgaging some of the future for the now, it guarantees you nothing. We understand that. The same way we just talked about the NBA it guaranteed the one-seed Bucks nothing last year or the Celtics on their home court in Game 7 nothing or the Boston Bruins in the first round of the playoffs last year after a historic regular season guarantees you absolutely nothing. But you want to give yourself the best opportunity. And that's fully what I expect to see the Rangers do over the course of the next week. And I'm hoping the Knicks will have the opportunity to get themselves back as close to full strength and 100% as possible. They handled the trade deadline the way they felt they needed to. I thought the move that they made or the moves and the one trade with the Pistons made plenty of sense at the time. Hasn't worked out so great yet as far as the performance from Bogdanovich and from Burks. But we've got a ways to go. So, yes, baseball is on the horizon. Everyone loves to talk Yankees and Mets on this station. We've got months and months and months ahead of that. And we've still got a full month of spring training games to go. So right now, the best opportunity before us for some excitement in this town, unless you're someone that wants to get all excited about watching dudes work out in shorts and tank tops and muscle shirts in Indianapolis at the scouting combine, or you want to get all fired up about the Giants picking a quarterback or trading up in the draft for a quarterback in almost still two months from now. Or Aaron Rodgers looking pretty jacked, according to Ian O'Connor. I mean, there's time for all that. But we've got a couple of local teams here that play in the same building who have had really good seasons again, have accrued and put together some real solid talent with an excellent opportunity before them to go make a run, hopefully, into the late spring, early stages of the summer. We're a long ways off from getting there, but that's what's before us. And that's what, at least at the start here this morning, I'd like to focus on. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.